Hello, everybody. The long-awaited return is here. The Wavy New Yorker podcast is back. It's been murmurs that we were dead, but we back. We ain't dead. Guess who's back? Back We ain't done. We ain't dead. We here. On the other side of the mic, I have your favorite person, the OG of podcasting himself, Akil St. Louis. Akil, how you doing? The unofficial, official co-host of the wavy new yorker podcast we back i haven't said that in a long 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 time but it felt good saying we've that for as, the... we, we've been gone for as long as a normal term pregnancy but we back I, i'm guessing i'm guessing pregnancy nine months we was like two trimesters in but we back pregnancy's been, been aborted long, long and we are here on the streets how are you doing my man i'm good man just turn 35 it's just wild Woo. dang yeah it, it, it hurts saying that it hurts you know what sad is I, I normally would say that's mad far away but then i looked at my own age and i said i'm right i'm right i'm coming right up on there so <laughs> i ain't really got too much time left either yo it's it's <sighs> wild it's wild to even to say that 35 wow <laughs> i remember when i met you i was 20 I was 22. Y'all thought I was 32. You know what's wild is I can't fit that in the context. Because, <laughs> yo, we thought you were some old head. At that age, I'm thinking, yo, this man got to be at least, like, pushing 30, 28. Nah, that's a- I couldn't even imagine coaching kids at 22. Nah. I'm, I'm still a kid at 22, so that's crazy. I think it was all about, like, how I carried myself. The hairline was a little, you know, closer to the, to the, to the eyebrows. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then over time the Lord kept pushing and pushing and pushing back. It's crazy. Yo, it's hard to avoid, but most people Word. But what's going on? Other than man, I don't know. Should I start? Where you been at? Yeah, like tell the people where you been at. Run. Man, alright, so let's let's recap my life. I think the last podcast we dropped was December 29th. So let me walk you through December 29th to now. So your boy was in a boot camp, one of those tech boot camps, online. Everything's virtual now due to the pandemic. So your boy wanted to better and further his career. So he shelled out Kudos, respect. fourteen to $15,000 of his own money. No payment plan. Damn. Straight cash, homie. Damn. Paid it. Invested in myself. Went through it. Round of applause. Was able to graduate end of March. So, yeah, round of applause. Congrats, thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh. Graduated through the boot camp, whatever. So now I have free time. So that's why I really wasn't able to record. Literally, I, I've had a couple people actually hit me up about this within the past couple weeks about, yo, should I do it? Like, is it worth it? Should I self-teach myself? I can't give you the answer to that. I still don't have a job yet. I've had a lot of job interviews, which I will talk about very shortly. <laughs> but uh, I have learned a lot of skills that I can use that I will not lie. So, like. If you, it's not for everybody. I'll say this right now. And you got to be real with yourself. You got to know yourself. If you know you're going to work hard and do whatever it takes to succeed and teach yourself something, you don't mind going to bed 3 a.m. every morning. And mine's just for the boot camp for working people. So if you don't mind going to bed 3 a.m., waking up at 8 a.m. Damn. So this that. is a real, real boot camp. Yeah. Like you have no life. I, hard I'm body. It right now. When you go into that shit, all the shit outside of life, you may have enough time for like one or two things, but your life is very structured and committed to just learning new material, finishing assignments, because it's, it's very, so I would say this, like, 
let's say hypothetically we fast forward a thousand years from now you ask me what i would rather hire a college student or a boot camp student without being biased i would say the boot camp student just because in this tech world things are always changing so you may read something one day and you're like oh this is how you do this in javascript but then fuck around two years later two months later this shit doesn't change you have to be able to learn and find that information out on your own on the fly and you have to constantly be learning whereas like a course in college they they want your money so they, they got to get you through the whole school year they're gonna make it you know a little here a little there whereas a boot camp you're learning new concepts every week and while you're not gonna master it i don't think a college student necessarily will master it you're gonna learn where to find what you need to find and where to go if you don't know the answer to mm. it and that's the biggest skill is like learning what you don't know and knowing how to find what you don't know. So um, it's definitely challenging. I wouldn't recommend it if you're not like <laughs> so academically like on the high end and you're not dedicated. Like if you was one of those kids that was like, oh, I couldn't do track for two weeks because it was too much practice every day. Shit, this ain't nah, for you. Nah, dogs. If you ain't never committed to anything for more than like three days a week, this is not for you. Like I, I'm telling you again, this is not for you. <laughs> can you self-teach yourself this in the same amount of time yes do you will you know what to self-teach yourself mm. if you look the right places maybe it's hard i'll be honest yeah. so it is for whatever but um fast forward that graduated boot camp now i'm looking for a job so you've been working i'm still on my current job that i genuinely don't i really like. hate i just overwork i do too much it's not even that i hate the job as much as and i don't hate the people i, I actually really like the people i work with it's just that for the amount of what this boot camp has opened my eyes to is the value of people like in terms of what is out there in the workforce so it's like whatever we getting paid like I, i'll say this to 95 percent of my listeners whatever you getting paid right now you probably being underpaid one way or another, because there's just so much more money out there in the world. Like jobs that I'm overqualified for that I've been interviewing for, jobs that don't require a lot of experience, they're starting at like eighty, eighty-five thousand. Speaking of underpaid and paid, I'm sorry to cut Go you ahead. off, but this is a good pivot. No, this is totally free. I think I, I, I think I, you know where I'm going here. <laughs> I know exactly. I'm gonna shout this out my man. Just for you, my, I'm gonna shout out my man Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. You you know what I'm talking about. Celtics Marcus Smart or the Knicks? Celtics Marcus Smart. Smart. Okay. He yes, tweeted yes, yes. the most dumbest tweet <laughs> that Bill Russell said. And I want everybody to know whatever he said, don't adhere to that. It doesn't make any sense. He said, and I quote If you take a job and they pay you $5 a day, give them $7 a day worth of work. That is the and Bill Russell. Bill Russell, I respect you. You're a legend. You're a Hall of Famer, eleven-time world champion. Don't listen to that. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I agree because, like, yo, I think so much of the world. What I'm learning is so much of it is like, yo, oh, work hard. You're gonna get what you want. I, you could ask anybody that's been around me that work hard shit don't really mean nothing. And what I'm saying with a lot of these jobs, a lot of shit that happens is shit that we can't control. So what I'm trying to tell people is. Do whatever you paid for to do, but don't ever give yourself, give up more than what you getting paid. Your compensation should be commensurate mm. to the amount of work you do. That's so a bar. If you get paid like shit, work like shit. The, the worst thing they could do, the best thing they could do is fire you. If they fire you, you get another job. At the very least, you have a baseline of how hard you're going to work based on what your previous experience was. But what you should not do is work hard because what they're doing is getting a value. 
When's the last time you've gotten a good bang for your buck? Most times you go to the grocery store and they say the lemons is $5 a pound. It's not all of a sudden, oh, we're going to give you 1.5 pounds for $5. No, you're going to pay five pounds you're gonna pay five dollars for one pound and you're gonna pay 250 for the other half a pound that's how life is and in the workforce is the only place we don't apply that strategy so i want everybody to realize look out for yourself don't kill yourself but look fast out, forward yes look out for your, <clears throat> especially nowadays look out yeah. for your mental health first and foremost oh deep. if you feel like you 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 drain if you feel like you've been working too hard and you're not getting the respect and i'm talking about monetary respect and mm-hmm. you need to reevaluate things. 100%. Don't listen to market smart, is, people. Somebody going to pay you. That's what I'm going to say. Somebody going to pay you out there. Correct. Don't listen to market smart. Listen to Christian Kirk, the wide receiver now for the Jaguars. He oh got overpaid. It. Top five he NFL wide receiver. Paid. You know what? More power to the men. <laughs> Somebody going to pay you that money. And, and my logic is in life, you keep looking. Whether it comes to women, work, whatever. You keep looking until somebody gives you what you feel you're worth. Yes. That's it. Don't settle. So that's it. But um, nah. Honestly, it's just been a lot of interviewing, and right now where I'm at, I just said, you know what? I've been probably interviewing for jobs every. I've never had so many interviews in my life. You would think I would have a job after all these interviews. At one point, I had to reassess: is it me? Then I really just took a step back and I looked at what was happening, and I realized for a lot of these jobs, I was overqualified for these jobs. And not only that, I still wasn't getting the job. And I realized. I'll give you the perfect example. So I'm going to name call this company because I don't give a fuck. We drop it. Ooh, I love love this. Freesia, P-H-R-E-E-S-I-A. If you ever apply for that company, don't waste your time. Wait, say it again because I couldn't hear. My bad. It's called Freesia. Freesia. P-H with a P-H. I knew something was weird with with that that funky ass, with that funky ass felon. Mm -hmm. But whatever, right? So I go, I apply to the company. I get an interview. I apply for an associate level role. Requires one year experience. Honestly, bro, it only requires some basic Excel shit. Shit that I already had before this boot camp, but I have all this other shit from the boot camp that that's a plus, 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 plus. Like, I'm overqualified for the role, whatever. So I, I, I do the first interview, whatever. I do the assessment, knock it out the park. Real simple. Pivot tables, basic Excel formulas, whatever. I do the interviews with three other people. 30 requiring like 45 minutes of my time each so whatever i do that then i wait so now i'm on vacation i'm out in tampa weekend trip chilling at the beach with the boys they say hey could you call me whenever you get the chance or can i call you so i'm like all right um either they're gonna tell me i got the job or they're gonna tell me maybe i don't get it but usually they don't call you to tell you you didn't get a job so she calls me and goes yeah so um we really enjoyed our conversation with you but um we honestly feel you might be qualified for the manager roles. That's something you would, like, want to do. I'm like, well, would I be considered for both? Yeah, 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 you'd be considered for both. It's just a you know, additional interview with an additional two people. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I get home. I do the interview. The interview's so real. Homie goes, wow, I ain't never think about that insight. I think I'm going to bring that up at our next meeting. White guy. Oh, prior to saying everybody I met with was white except for the director who was Indian. Every single person was white. Yeah, where is this company based out of? Uh, Riley, but they got a, they used to have an office in New York. It's fully remote. Okay. So whatever. I don't see color. Whatever. So then, whatever. So fast forward to ne- last week Thursday, they trying to call me while I'm at the work. I'm at work. I'm in the office. I'm like, damn, not calling me. I'm like, 
They know you at work. I got the job. You know I'm at work because you asked my availability when mm-hmm. you wanted me to do the interview earlier that week. And I said, unavailable Thursday, unavailable Friday. If I was available, I would have pit that I was available on Thursday. So why are you calling me? So then this is the bimbo. I'm going to call her bimbo because okay, it was stupid call moves. She, call, she leaves a voicemail and she goes, yay, could you uh, call me as soon as you get the chance? I'm like, okay, sure. Why would you call me? I, so I call as soon as I leave work. Yeah, unfortunately, we're not going to be going forward with you for either role. They really enjoyed, and she emphasizes so many times, they really enjoyed speaking with you. They really did. I'm sorry this didn't work out. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, whatever. But in my head, why the fuck would you call me? Why can't you wait, send wait, me an wait, email? Wait, wait. Let's, and two. Yeah, yeah, let's rewind. Yeah, let's, yeah, rewind. Let's, let's, let's rewind. Let's rewind. Let's rewind. And then we can re- regurgitate it. So we regurgitate. Essentially. Because <laughs> you get, you're already catching on to the fuckery already. And you're like. Something oh, don't add up. Oh, good. So let's go. Let's go. So essentially, right, this job saw your resume, mm-hmm. said, oh, the position that he applied for. Well, this is after our interview already <laughs> with the first two people. So not even seeing my resume. They spoke with me and like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe. I gotta, yeah, we got to go even further. <laughs> Yeah, like niggas is insecure about their job. Like, oh, this nigga knows more than me. Exactly. Um, maybe he should be like on a manager level, like us. Yeah. Okay. I cool. I think that it sounds like to me that they 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 didn't want to hire you from the from the get. From the get, I think I was a check. I think I was just a box to check for you may, minority you may purposes. may have been a box, but they knew I might have been a Rooney candidate. I really yeah, might have been a Rooney Brian, candidate. And now Brian. I understand why Brian Flores is livid. Oh, if Brian Flores wanted to go up into the NFL headquarters, guns blazing, I a hundred percent endorse it because I understand the feeling. <laughs> but continue. I'm sorry. All right. So essentially, <clears throat> what they did is they they. They checked off a box. Mm-hmm. We're assuming, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they wanted they 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 told you, oh yeah, you know you could, you know you could be in a higher, mm-hmm. a higher role at our our, our company, mm-hmm. and they knew that you had the 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 know with all to say, okay, let's change this, let's do this, let's implement this. Motherfuckers mm. writing down your ideas, by the way. Oh, no, no. He brought... I guarantee you this motherfucker brought this up at the latest meeting. And it was like, oh, my God. That's so smart. Let's include it in the next report to our clients because that's so smart. It's the colonization for And me. if I ever could find out about that, I'm suing motherfucker for fucking copyright <laughs> like you can't just steal it, my it's ideas. Is everything documented that you, that you said those things? That so? I said? Nah, I didn't document it, but it don't matter. If I could punch him in the face, I'll punch him in the face. That's good enough for me. I'll find yeah. out where he lives. He could see me. Yo, I'll look his name up. Yo, that, that shit but it's just ridiculous. nasty. It's just nasty because you wasted four weeks of my time. It's not like this process happened in one week. It's not like I spoke with three people within a span of 45 minutes or an hour. No, you wasted a grand total of eight hours of my time. Eight hours of a full day's worth of work. Wait, so I you get interviewed paid. them or they well. Yeah, you did. I met with seven different people to not get a job. I've never had that happen before wow. in my entire life of interviewing for. I don't think anybody. If if I reiterate this whole story to you, anybody that listened to this story without the bad pre-context, you assuming I probably got at least one of those two jobs. You're assuming. You would assume. What's the name of this place? 
Freesia, P-H-R-E-E-S-I-A. I advise everybody that's a listener of the podcast, go give them a bad review on Glassdoor. I did today. Dang. Go read the latest review on the Analytics and Insight Associate. That's me. Sounds, that's me. That's Freesia's, me. Freesia, whatever the fuck is Sound like, like an over-counter medication head-ass. Fuckery. Yo, that... A <laughs> bunch of fuckery. It's funny that... Um, so, I interviewed... A phone interview. It was like a screen mm. interview, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a principal of this school in Jersey a few months back. And, you know, it was, I think it was good. Like, he was a former track coach himself. He 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 taught PE. He moved up the ladder, became, you know, the principal of this, uh, of a school. Real relatable. Yeah. So, the school, I'm going to shout that out. I'm going to shout that school out, too. It's called Winston- charter school it's in it's in jersey mm. uh i think it's in cedar Knoll. so during the screen interview like we spoke for like 45 minutes on the phone and they got my resume through either linkedin or or when i posted Indeed. it on indeed I don't Yo, know how they found Indeed my too. I had an interview with Indeed to fuck Indeed. Oh, Just so damn. you know. Continue. I'm sorry. Fuck Indeed. I got I, I, I that's a story for another day. Wow. <laughs> so then um I was like, how the hell like in my head I'm like, how the hell they got my resume? Because I'm obviously I'm working at this at, you know, at the current school I'm at right now. So, you know, I'm telling them about the school, I'm talking about what I do. We had a really good conversation. Um you know, obviously, I was caught off guard about it, and he was like, "Oh, would you, would you mind speaking with, you know, the assistant, my assistant principal?" So I was like, "All right." I, like at that time, I was like, "You know, I'd rather." Am I really interested in it? Probably yeah. not, but I, it's good to it's good to test the waters. Exactly. Like you should never be married to any job that you're in. Never. Um. So whatever. So. The 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 assistant principal is emailing me and was like, "This was on." A, I spoke to a principal on a Friday. Saturday, the assistant principal emailed me and was like, "Oh, can you have a Zoom? Can you have a Zoom interview today?" I'm like, uh, "No, <laughs> bro." The like fuck? they act like people have no lives. Like like I'm supposed to drop what I'm doing. Yeah, like <laughs> like and cater to whatever their needs and wants are. I'm like, no, I'm not interviewing with y'all on Saturday. So she was like, all right, uh, can we interview on Sunday? What? What's <laughs> happening here? <laughs> I don't work weekends, fam. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's happening here? So I said, all right, whatever. So I was like, nah, I can't do a Sunday. I could do someday on a, on a, during the week after yeah. school. Yeah. So then. Like a normal person. Yeah, exactly. So then she was like, she was like, okay, um, you know, let's. Let's have an interview on Wednesday. I sent, she sent, and I we both agreed to Wednesday at five. She even mm. sent the Zoom link. No lie. <laughs> scheduled. Huh? Already scheduled. Already scheduled. Already scheduled for Wednesday. The Google, the, is linked to my, to the Google calendar. It's on the calendar. Get the notification, whatever. Son, Tuesday comes around. Something told me, email her. I emailed her on Tuesday before the day of the interview. Uh, 
Well, no, my fault. I called. I called, mm-hmm. and I didn't get a hold of them, so I left a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Didn't call me back. And I was like, yo, that's a little fishy. Like, it's been like a mm-hmm. f- few hours. You can't call me back. I left a voicemail. Yeah. Then. Like a normal fucking person. Yeah. So then, um, so then I emailed her. I emailed her and I was like, oh, we still meeting tomorrow at five o'clock. I don't remember the exact time, but I was like, all right, five o'clock. Mm. So then, uh, she was like, oh, um, we interviewed another candidate and we hired, we hired that person. I said, Bumbleclot. Yo, Elijah, <laughs> I wrote her the nastiest email. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yo, you're the most unprofessional school. Yo. Blah blah nasty. blah. I didn't I I should have I should have wrote a uh, a bad review on Glassdoor too. Nah, you gotta leave the Glassdoor reviews. Yo, what type of shit is that? Yo, but it's funny you say that because the Indeed shit went similar like that. Yo, tell me why I had an interview scheduled originally on Thursday, but then I got sick. So I said, yo, can we reschedule to Monday? Sure. I get a rejection letter of the job on Friday. Meanwhile, the interview is still scheduled on Monday. So I have the interview on Monday, and I get a rejection letter on Tuesday again for the same job. So I'm like, yo. Did you curve me? Like, was this a sham interview? Like, it's a lot of these companies are just full of shit, man. Yeah. And you got to hold them accountable. That's where I'm at now where I'm like, yo, you got to cater to me. I don't give a fuck about whatever. You could be yeah. paying me a million that's dollars. Why it's important. Like, that's why it's important for us. You got to set the standards. Yep, exactly. Set the standards. Control. They don't have power. They do not have power. Exactly. Set the standards. And then when you're interviewing these jobs, I mean, when you're going out and interviewing... You have to make sure that you're interviewing them as well. So always oh. make sure you have questions prepared. No, but ask hard questions. Don't ask the softball questions. Start asking, hey, yeah. so I, uh, I want to just ask a little bit. Like, if you see 10 white people, yo, I just want to ask about the diversity. Oh, no, the company. No, when they say bringing up the company. No, I, I mean the diversity on the, on the current team. Like, on are you current, guys have anything in place? Team, yes. Bring that shit up. It's important. Just because you could at least make them feel nervous. And bring shit up to that they ask because it's it's just nasty out here. Like I said, I I, I was a little upset about this shit just because of the time wasted, but like I'm over it. Like I said, everything happened for a reason. But mm-hmm. man, I'd be lying if I told you that was only the the like the third worst thing that happened to me last oh, week. <laughs> There's so more. Work, should I walk you through? And I, I, this is probably the longest like how you doing catch up open to the show. But that's how mixy and crazy my life has been. So I'm gonna fast forward you. Real quick and come back. So somewhere around your birthday, near around when my girl's birthday was, um, we went out. So it might have been on your birthday, honestly, or maybe it it was a Saturday. I forgot what day your birthday, was, but it was a Saturday of the week of my girl's birthday, which is like around yours as well. We went out. So long story short, we go into the spot, and this is so buried deep into this podcast. She won't find this unless she listens to the whole thing, which she still won't be <laughs> mad about. So. In the spot, if the other girl that listens to this podcast still follows me and listens to this, she's going to know it's her. So, I peeped this girl that I used to talk to through Tinder before I met my current Ooh, girl. Tinder. She's in the Get spot. She's in the spot. Yo, she's in the spot. I peep it. I'm like, damn it. I ain't going to even. We have mutual friends, too. So, I'm like, you know what? I ain't going to even say much. But before anything hops off, I tell my girl, whatever, whatever. My girl's like, why do you think it would be a big deal? I'm like, because it was a big deal last time I bought Minter. But whatever, whatever. Whatever. So fast forward to this Sunday. 
this Sunday is a Kwanzaa Crawl. This past Sunday was the Kwanzaa Crawl Reloaded. So Kwanzaa Crawl got canceled in December because of COVID. The Omicron outbreak was crazy. Should I had COVID at the time, I wouldn't have been able to go anyway. So today was the rain. Sunday was the rain day. So I go out to the rain day. All my friends is there. Shout out JP. Shout out Andy. Shout out Corey. My girl's there. Her coworkers is there. Shout her old coworkers. Shout out to everybody. Everybody's there. So we're walking around. And this is so everybody wants to know why I'm in a walking boot right now. This is exactly why. I twisted my ankle, but it's what preceded it, which is why it's funny. So we're walking up the block. There's this dude in a number two Charlotte Hornets jersey with a Charlotte Hornets hat on. Now, if you saw a number two Charlotte jersey, that's exactly what I say. So I go, LaMelo. This white boy looks at me with the utmost disgust. He goes, LaMelo. Nah, son. Larry Johnson. I said, oh, you right. I keep walking. I'm in an awe. The next second, I'm crossing the street. I step funny, twist my ankle. I've twisted my ankle a hundred times. This felt no worse, no better than any normal time. So, you know, you walk it off, kind of jog. I'm good. I'm like, all right, I'm good. It hurts a little bit, but I'm good. Like, if it was an NBA game, I could go back in the game, finish the game, fine. NFL game, same thing. I finished the game. Track meet, I could run at 800. I'll be okay. Then I started sitting. I get back up. Ankle starts getting a little stiff. Start swelling. Now I'm in pain. So now the crawl is done, basically. I'm crawling home. My girl's, like, dragging me basically home. I'm trying to get home. I'm limping. I'm bad shape. So whatever reason, normally I wouldn't go to the doctor. But I'm like, you know what? Let me call in sick Monday. Let me go to urgent care. I go to my normal urgent care. They're like, yo, we, we can't see you for two and a half hours. Like, there's two emergencies. So I'm like, man, whatever. So I'm like, I'm going to go to City MD. I go to City MD, fill out my shit. They call me relatively quick. I hear Mr. Taylor. I'm like, oh, okay. I get up. I turn around. Guess who? Who? Guess who's the person? It's the same girl from the club that I used to talk to. And then she's there. So she peeps, but I peep, but I have a mask on. So I'm like, God, I'm playing it low key. So we go in the we go in the 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 patient room. So she's taking my vitals. She's like, oh, you was at Kwanzaa Crawl yesterday. I still have the wristband on. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm playing it cool, not really saying much. And she goes, do I know you from somewhere? And I'm like, um, yeah, maybe. I'm like, um, you hang out with, so I named the mutual friend. You hang out with Cherry, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm I'm downplaying this shit. But she knows what it is. I know what it is. But I'm down. I'm just trying to get out of it. <laughs> then I remember she tells me she's an x-ray technician. So I'm like, oh, shit. I got to see her again in like two minutes. So then they're like, yeah, she's going to come take your, your your x-ray. So now we're in the x-ray room. I'm like, oh, my God. This has all the makings of a mm-hmm. like Pornhub scene, like which is bad, which is terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Like, don't kill me, but this is terrible. So then she's like, yeah, you're really familiar. She's like, where do we, where do we, like, where do I know you from besides that? Besides that, because I never met you in, and I'm like, um, I don't know, like, I be out in the street. She's like, yeah, I be mixy too, but I know you from somewhere. And she goes, was it Hinge? I'm like, oh, maybe. I'm like, uh, Hinge? So she's like, no, Tinder. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, cats out the back. Cats out the back. Boot up. So then, she, yo, so then she's like, yeah, yeah, I remember you. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, you did say you were an x ray technician. Funny how life comes full circle. So then, blah, 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 blah. So she goes, yeah. After she takes the x rays. 
Which I'm just so glad she wasn't like an ill-minded individual and tried some shit. Because I would have had to curb her with the utmost whatever. I hope she's not listening to this podcast, by the way. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I would have curved her with the utmost quickness. So she goes, nah, the x-ray, honestly, like, doesn't look too bad. Like, I'm not a doctor. The doctor's going to look at it. But I don't see nothing, like, glaring. So I'm like, I bet. I'm texting everybody, yo, early indications. It looks good. It looks good. Doctor comes back in the room with a crutches and a boot. Like, yo, not a boot, but like this little weird casting. Yeah, your foot, you have a fracture in your foot. I'm like, fracture? Jesus. He's like, yeah, you, you, you basically the bone on top of my foot. Metatarsal. I basically, a metatarsal, I think that's one of those. That bone got chipped off. So what doesn't help is I've been running more lately. So that kind of like applied additional stress to the bone. Also, the fact that I'm a runner, my foot's always used to kind of making that weird motion where it kind of rolls, it hits. So the tendons are just ready to, like, you know, Fire, yeah. stretch however far it needs. So when I twist my ankle, the tendon yokes the bone, a, a fragment of my bone, off the top of my foot. So I'm like, damn. So then I have to go to the orthopedic the next day. Now I'm in a boot. And that's basically how I got where I was at. So it's just like as, as bad as things were, like God had, God has a sick way. Because like he could have just had me be seen at my regular urgent care. This girl could have called out sick because apparently she said she was on vacation the day before. All of this had to happen. It was just so awkward. But that's where I'm at. So <laughs> life is whack. It's sick, yo. Oh, it's man. Sick. You could write a like HBO comedy special on my life and people would think it was made up. I promise you. <laughs> But shout outs to old girl for taking care of me. Shout outs to and uh, doing the X-rays. Tender girl, that's what we're gonna call. Her. Yeah, I won't even say her name. Even though I now know her name, I did not know her name prior to the coworkers bringing it up. Mm. But um, crazy. Huh? I won't air her up just out of you know. You know, it's funny. I um, I think I told, I think I told the listeners, and I think I told you as well that uh, about the whole Mets, the fight at the at the Mets game. Oh yeah, he did tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I go to uh, who it was a Sunday. What game was it, y'all? Because I've been to really bad Knicks games this year. Is <laughs> that Knicks games? It may it may have been with Rubio. No, it wasn't. Because I was gonna say when the 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 game that Rubio gave us forty. Oh my God, that's nasty. I don't think that was a game. <laughs> I think it was a Denver game. I think it was Denver. So we're gonna go with that. So right. I park I park the car I park the car on the street and I get out the car to stretch a little bit. Tell me why I see homie with the, I was selling the peanuts that I got in the fight with. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. man, that's mad funny. Yeah, I wanted to that's curse his ass out by, by nah. The universe be testing. Yeah, people, it was a bro. test. I knew it's what it sick. was. I knew what it was. I it's was like, you remember you? I was like, you remember when you called me F-bombs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I said, all right, I'm going to let it ride. I'm going to let it ride. But, um, nah. but yeah, that's that's just how, <clears throat> that's just the Lord testing testing you. That's just, that's just what it is. It's a tough stretch. This, 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 last week was a tough stretch, and this week hasn't been much better. We're hoping for better days. My logic is I ain't going to let it kill me. But the goal right now is just to get out the boot as soon as possible. So this doctor, I told him what it was. He He's trying to get me out this boot in two weeks, hopefully. Because I told him I'm trying to go to the Bahamas. The, the, foot, so. the foot is a hard, like, especially 
Um, yeah. Like basketball players, they have a lot of stress, stress fractures in the foot. Oh, Because all the, the running, yeah. all the running they do mm-hmm. on, on... And they're jumping. And they're really jumping, jumping and, and all that other stuff. Um, yeah. When I broke when I broke my foot, my metatarsal, um, actually mm-hmm. from, at Penn Relays, I was getting mm-hmm. I was getting the baton, the 4x4, four four, and this kid spiked me, and I, and I ran... Oof. The whole my whole senior year, broken with foot. a broken foot. Um, yeah. It's a weird. It's a hard. And it's weird, weird because to, to, yeah. to recover from. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I wouldn't have known my foot was broken without the yeah, extra. Don't, like, don't get me wrong, I couldn't walk, but it's one of those like you could kind of get by, even though it's not proper. You could kind of get by. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could live. Like the broken foot is not is not as bad as like obviously other injuries on your legs. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's just a weird injury to to heal from. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah. like when I was <clears throat> when I broke my foot my senior year, and then uh, you know the next year I'm running at LIU, and then we practice practicing at a horrible Pratt. surface like Pratt. The yeah. bone did it just did it didn't heal the right way, and yeah. you know I I was dealing with a with that injury for so long that year. Um, yeah, but it's like you don't need no PT or nothing like that. It's just yeah. I, my biggest thing is not trying to get back into the running thing too soon. Yeah, you gotta and be especially careful if with I that. do. So I, I I'm probably not running again until I'm looking at mid July or the soonest probably mid July, which sucks because I want to go to camp in August, which is mid August. So I have a month of training, but I just gotta be careful. I was thinking about making a resurgence back to camp. That would that you know. Yeah. Pull up, but uh, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. That's the thing. Worst come to worst, it is what it is. Maybe they let me drive the car around and pick up the fat kids, but uh, <laughs> it's gonna be tough, man. But oh, uh, man, shout out, shout out to Sean Rice and shout out to school. Sean. That's my guy. But now, did you get the breaking news later this earlier this afternoon? I saw about Kaepernick. Honestly, I kind of expected this to happen with this team. I, I this team makes sense, so Mark. It makes sense. Mark Davis, uh, well, that's not his name, right? I think his name is Mark Davis. Well, Mark. The, the the owner. Al Dave Al Davis. Al, which is, Al Davis is daddy. Al Davis, his father. A lot of people don't know that. Um, his father's from is from Brooklyn. Shout out. He went to Erasmus. Shout out to Erasmus High Yo, School. Brooklyn got some wild history when you really think yeah, about it. Yeah, always got the always <laughs> got the sports history. But um, but yeah, so. Uh, Al Davis, he hired the first black coach in the NFL. Really? Yes, he hired he hired him. He fired that coach, and then <laughs> brought him back. Cause Al Davis wow. is wild crazy. Um, <laughs> but Al Davis was like a a huge proponent in. And inclusion and diversity. So he would hire mm. a lot of um, African American coaches, minority candidates. Yeah, he would sign a lot of a lot of black players. Um, it's well documented that you know he was all about um, equality and and yeah and all the other all all the great stuff. So seeing his son bringing in Kaepernick. For yeah, it makes sense. You know, workout today, at least a workout. At least a workout. And here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. It makes sense for the Raiders in so many stances, right? So after you just had the John Gruden shit, where 
borderline. He he looks racist. He's doing. He looks racist. He looks sexist. He has a bad look for the organization. Mm-hmm. This is a guy you gave a ten million, ten year, hundred million dollar contract to, and it goes south. This is kind of a clean way where yeah, I don't have a good backup quarterback situation. First of all, like I think Marcus Mariota left. I think it's he's Derek in, Carr and in, uh, a bunch Atlanta. of backups, like third string quarterbacks, like Nick Mullins of the world who used to play for the Niners, who sucks. He's dog shit. Uh, um, the Patriots old backup, like really trash quarterbacks. So I think I'm gonna be honest. I think Cap's gonna win the backup job and. In a place where technically he played his college career, he played in Nevada, which is in Reno, not Las Vegas, but still in the same state. I think it would be nice. I think it would be fine. And I think his biggest thing is just to get reintegrated into the league. Because people, what people got to understand is if he makes the team, it's not so much about the regular season. Like maybe Carr never gets hurt, right? Whatever. But it's more so about the preseason. You're going to have preseason games against like actual NFL talent that he's going to play a lot of snaps in and he could demonstrate whether he still has it or not. So that's when you're going to have shit on tape. There's also much people like, oh, he hasn't played in six years. All right, now he's, if he can make the team, oh, he's going to play this year. There's no more of that. Now it's like, yo, if he doesn't play, I'll just race it. I'll try to blackball. But all it takes is one person to kind of just break the stigma because I think for a long time the NFL was more worried about the backlash it would get. I don't think it. I think it would get more, especially in a city like Las Vegas. I think it'll get more support than backlash. I think people will actually be hyped. Like I, I'll tell you this: if I could get to Vegas for a Raiders preseason game, see him on the field, I'll, I'll pull up. Mm. If I could afford it. Why not? I'll tell you this: them Kaepernick Raiders jerseys will sell like hotcakes. What? They'll, they'll, they will outsell the Derek Carr jerseys. I'm outsell telling you that right now. The Derek Carr. I'm telling you that it right will now. Also, uh. What's his name that they signed from from Green Bay? Uh, oh, Devontae Adams, oh, 100 percent. Yeah, those two. hundred percent. You, which is which you is get crazy. A Colin Kaepernick jersey. It's gonna. First of all, it's a black. The Raiders jersey is very, very like popular NFL jersey. Just a black and white color. The black and silver black and color silver, scheme. Yeah. So you get that with Kaepernick. It, it you know what I mean? It, it just looks good. Like you see, oh, there will never be a Black Lives Matter rally without one of them Kaepernick jerseys. I tell you that for a fact. It it it, it just gives off a nice look. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm intrigued. I hope he makes it. I hope it's a not a sham workout because we've been talking about sham interviews all day today. But uh, you know, it's 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 very as bad as news we've been getting this week in the past couple of weeks. That was a very good re reassuring thing that I. There are some reasonable people in the world, and they're not all fucking shitbags. So, shout out to Colin, shout out to Mark Davis, shout yeah. out to the Raiders. Uh, that would be so. that would be dope. That would be dope for Mark Davis to do that. Like I said, like a hundred percent. Just to rewind a little bit, like when, because when was the when was the NFL when did the NFL started in the sixties? Yeah. So it took the NFL. Mad the one. first black coach, if I remember, I may be wrong, but the first black coach Al Davis hired was nineteen eighty-nine. Jesus, nineteen eighty-nine. So it took the NFL over twenty years to hire a a, a, a head black coach. <laughs> that tells you. That tells you. It's nasty. They, they, they still. 
Between that and the quarterback position, they've been the slowest mm-hmm. like jobs in the NFL to like fully integrate. <laughs> yeah, like it's kind of nasty. Which is a problem. So like, it's not a shocker. It's not a shocker to me that Kaepernick hasn't even remotely had <clears throat> some form of a workout. Like, I thought the Seahawks yeah. would have been a perfect fit for him. I that's why I don't really. Pete Carroll's kind of a bozo because he could have easily given him that opportunity, and that's a perfect city where you're not gonna worry about it. I get it, not worry wanting to do it in like Florida with them maga people going be like, I'm not coming to game. But Seattle, like, come on. Yeah, Seattle. The Giants, you telling me he could have never been a backup all these years? When we last year, we literally had a dog shit back. We had Mike Glennon playing. Come on, like that's a come on. That's a part like. Like the Giants, for example, because we know the Giants. They, mm-hmm. the Giants are such a, they're an old, they're old school, school, too old school organization that mm-hmm. that hasn't. They don't learned. like to try new things. Yeah, they don't like to. They 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 like to give. <laughs> it's funny. I'll I'll say this the other day. I'm like, yo, remember when the Giants gave away f- free medium Pepsis? Like this year. That was this year. That was just this past year. I'm not bugging, right? Was it this year? That might have been just this past year. That was the bottom of the that was literally like there was like fan appreciation. That was the like literally the rock bottom. That's when they was like, Oh, this is a shit like, show. Like motherfuckers giving shit. away medium, <laughs> medium. Pepsi. Fucking Pepsi. What is happening? That's what <laughs> I fan said. Fan appreciation. No bobbleheads, no t shirts. Nothing. Medium Pepsi. Not That's not lemonade. <laughs> not, not a free beer. Fucking medium, a Pepsi. medium Pepsi. You're not good enough for the large niggas. I'm not even. I'm not Come even on. lying. Like that's 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 a like that's a. Problem. They just don't get it. Oh, yo, fuck the Giants too, cause they never got back to me. They 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 emailed me about my resume, and I sent them my my portfolio, and they never got Damn, back. Damn, that to resume me. I ain't was up making I, his rounds, yo. Yo, I I've been telling you, I be my, my resume popping. No, 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 my resume popping. Prettiest girl in the room by far. Yeah, you these these companies, this I, I don't I gotta, be having time. I gotta see it. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. <laughs> but uh, they first of all, they wanted me to fucking drive into New Jersey every day, and I gotta work on Sundays on game day. Like, man, suck my dick. What, what was <laughs> like, it? What was on. the title for that? that for it was that. a business intelligence analyst. So it's not like I'm like. I'm I'm out here in the data department making on the field decisions where I'm like, yo, we gotta go for it on fourth down. <laughs> yo, coach, you should run <laughs> inside zone <laughs> or second and eight. <laughs> you wow. know, it wasn't that. It was more on like, yo, how can we get people in the seats? How can we like, you know, increase season ticket um membership? Shit like that, you know. Using existing data. <laughs> get at the yo, that's you know. Price data, yo. Are the are the glizzies at MetLife Stadium too expensive? <laughs> What's the happy medium of glizzies <laughs> that that the Giants should be serving at the at the Giants oh, game? Man. Like, yo, the glizzies at M and T in Baltimore is like five dollars cheaper. People might just be making it. The casual fans are gonna just drive to Baltimore because they could get those glizzies and four dollars cheaper. That, that, that role would have been all year round. Oh yeah, pretty much. Wow, pretty much. Yep. So they wouldn't have me touching nothing serious, but fuck them. I mean, not enough fuck them. If I really was that pressed, I would have followed up. But you weren't that pressed. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not that pressed. To, I'm not that pressed to drive to fucking uh, 
<laughs> East Rutherford, New Jersey, every day with that traffic. I'm good. I can't work from home every day, or at least. But you got the uh, you got the path, right? You could have took the path. I don't want to do all that shit. That's just mad. Now the path don't even work out there. That's the only New Jersey transit. That shit is nasty. I, yo, because I asked where the facility I've was. Never, it was like oh, it's right by the stadium. I've never like, taken oh. any public transportation to get to MetLife. Giants game, don't do it. It's the worst. Never I've done do it multiple that. times, I see it and, I'm and like, every time Whoa. I regret it. Nope. That's why if they want to, if they want that data to tell you why that shit's not working, that's it right there. Like I'd rather you have a bus that picks me up in the city and brings me directly there. Like figure that like, out. I don't know why. Have all five boroughs have buses and shuttle us into the into Jersey. Like I don't understand why the Giants even put their stadium in, in, Jersey. in East Rutherford. Like they could have put it in like retarded. in Westchester. They could have put it in Westchester, Long, Long Island, Island, Manhattan and Hudson Yards. I think Brooklyn, I think Westchester would have been Field. Like a, a perfect you could have put it anywhere no, though. Like, it's, it's New York. You could find space for it. If you want it, you could have it. The main issue why I don't understand why we didn't put it in the city is because if you want to host Olympics and major events, you need to have the capacity, you need to have the facilities to host it. Mm. Like you do not have the facilities to host it. We just don't have it. It just didn't make sense. I, I believe my boy Michael Bloomberg wanted to have it. Props to Bloomberg. They didn't want him to have it, and they, they ran him the fuck out of there. They said, nah, bro. So Mr. it is what it is. Mike, uh, Mr. Uh, what's this guy's name? Why is it call him? Stop and Who? Frisk Boy. Stop and Frisk. Yo, they need to bring that shit back. Yo, you see these <laughs> motherfuckers outside in this shit? I, I, someone, I guarantee you right now they bring back Stop and Frisk. They, yeah. Twice on the island. You don't mind it right now, though. It wouldn't be that bad. Twice. <laughs> Twice. It wouldn't be the worst thing right now. It was the most, mm-hmm. I could say this personally. It was racist, probably. Oh, oh, oh without a shadow of a doubt. 100%. Yo, you, 100%. You, know about, you know about the, the, the double homicide? I said, who? Double who? Where? Double cheeseburger? Yeah. I don't know about no damn <laughs> double homicide. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. You know, I know you know. You just came out of the barbershop. Get out of here. Talking. No, no, no. But I'll say right now that these streets, man, these streets is wilder than it's ever been in New York. Some dude got shot like point blank on a Q train. Ah, It was just straight up. Yeah, like the city is the most dangerous it's ever been. I don't know what we could do about it. They're going to have to do something that violates the people's rights i i say you if you're gonna bring back stop and frisk you have to start in the bronx though like the bronx is 90 percent of the crime right now the bronx must be stopped at all costs man because it's just dangerous I'm, I'm not even trying to disrespect my bronx listeners you know i got a lot of bronx listeners i love y'all i want y'all to i want y'all to be safe i want y'all to walk around without having it's not even the bro- yo around. i went up to uh so i go Every like few months, I'll go to uh, CB Jerk Center. Shout out CB Jerk Center in Mount Vernon, New York. The Mount best, Vernon. in my opinion, the best jerk chicken, best West Indian food, Jamaican mm. food, Mount in, Vernon, in New York, in the greater area of New York. Okay, it's r- literally right across the street from the Bronx. It's so close to the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Um, I was driving through Mount Vernon. Yo, I seen dudes playing Skelly. Oh no, dudes playing dice. They're C- doing dice C-Lo. games. Dice when games. I see that, that's a sign. I gotta get out. I've seen that before in my long runs in Brooklyn. I bet. Oh, I'm yo, I haven't seen a dice game. 
Wow. Keywords. I'm in the hood. In <laughs> Signs years, up in the hood. They I, like, I don't, the I, like I don't remember the last time I saw a dice game. So like, <laughs> for that, to, for, for me to see that in Mount Vernon, I'm like, yo, in Mount Vernon, there's a there's a nice side of Mount Vernon, and then there's a hood, oh, like of hood, hood, oh, of hood course. of Mount Vernon. Like that of part course. of New York City. I mean, New York is this. It's a shame, a shame to look like. Is it? In my opinion. That part of Mount Vernon is worse than the Bronx. Than the Bronx. Worse. <laughs> Yo, defund the Bronx. Defund Mount Vernon. Defund, defund the five. Like How about that? Yeah, five boroughs is the same, man. Yeah. But uh, before we wrap up, man, I have one thing that I want to bring up to you. And you're probably good. As a as an unbiased, you're not a Nets fan. Nets kingdom right now, we stress right now, bro. We're thinking... There's reports that Kevin Durant has not spoken to management since the season ended. There's reports that Kyrie will not be getting the bag, which I don't think he deserves the bag, but I don't think we have a lot of choices right now. And that this may drive the franchise to completely fold and fall apart. What are your thoughts? And are you happy as a Knicks fan that didn't get Kevin Durant? Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, hit you some deep shit. I, first of all, I didn't even know about Kevin Durant not speaking to management. Um, I mean, maybe he hasn't spoken to them. That's from a report from my boy Christian Winfield, who he's a Daily News reporter. I think he's yeah, he's I I, he ain't the most credible. And I ain't saying he's not he credible, but just because he hasn't spoken to them doesn't mean there's beef. Like they probably said, "Yo, do your vacation." Like there's still basketball going on right now, so I don't think it's a thing to speak to your. GM every week, like, hey, how you doing, bro? I think I think that Kevin Durant is disa- disappointed, oh, and 100%. especially the past. This is someone you know looking outward because I'm not obviously I'm not an FM, but but is disappointing first and foremost. You get a perennial All Star and Harden, mm-hmm. Harden. The Harden trade failed. The Harden trade, you know, we could admit it wasn't good. Awful. Um, Ben, you you get a you get a Ben Simmons, right? And the Ben Simmons trade, we can't grade yet, but for this season, it failed. Yeah, so you give it an F. Um, yeah. I'll give it a D. I give it a C minus. So I give it a C minus. Ben, just to give context, Ben Simmons. Said that he he was this is this is why this is the reason why I think Kevin Durant is frustrated. Mm-hmm. It wasn't communicated properly, as far as the management is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't. They I think the Nets had a plan that we're gonna play him. What was it? Game four. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. game four. But I think. They started rumors coming out of that after losing game two. So who? Okay, this is the issue. The only ones, the only ones that know the information is the management. The so it's obviously building, leaked, yeah. right? There's been too many leaks out the nets. Correct. Fucking it was leaked on purpose, so that the mass media and the fan base would apply pressure. Correct. They apply pressure. Mm-hmm. They'd be prepared in their heads. Be prepared for what the news is about to come. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that the the other issue is that you having him sit on the bench, and yeah. he's not sitting on the bench. Sitting on the bench, he's looking fly. 
Prada. No, 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 no. That man fits is crazy. Crazy. It shows how much money this man makes doing nothing. Doing nothing. <laughs> so you now, now you like, you know, it's like, it's like you haven't eaten for days, right? You're in yeah. the, the Sahara Desert. You haven't eaten for days. Starving. Starving. Thirsty. You sit in there and you just see this, you know, a big ass fucking. I'm gonna sound black. A big ass tub <laughs> of fried chicken. <laughs> not not from KFC. I'm talking about from the uh, from Kennedy fried chicken, the hood mm, shit. Hood shit. So it's extra <laughs> salty. <laughs> and you want to eat it, and then you see you, Ben Simmons is there. Ben Simmons is that, is that fried chicken. So just so just imagine. Us as you, 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 us as fans, you look at you looking at this person. Yeah, I'm getting hype. He's he's about to play, about to play game four. Mm-hmm. Sitting him on the bench, the motherfucker doesn't play. Yeah. And then when he doesn't play, he's on the bench. He's sitting up in the in the suite now. So yeah. what? Like he can't face the fucking. It's just nasty. It's nasty. So I see why. Like I could. I like I empathize. No, no, no. I have a hundred percent for Kevin. I, I empathize. If Kevin left him. me tomorrow. I have no beef. And then the the the, no the other issue is how the and and this is this is what makes gets me mad with Kyrie because he got to come to the front of the pulpit. Oh man, I hate Kyrie. Kyrie is a like he's very smart. That guy is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And he knew by him not playing for X amount of time would obviously there's no continuity, there's no gelling going on, mm-hmm. there's no. He missed the whole season basically. Yeah, so like it's like kind of like it's a track reference now, but it's kind of like a football one. The football mm-hmm. one, you gotta go through the ups and the downs. You gotta build chemistry. You have to build chemistry. It's not about it's not about the baton passing. Not about the fast. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. That's why I tell. That's why I used to tell these kids. It's not about the baton passing. It's about the chemistry. You you can't just put a fucking football one together and then you just run. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. So in order in order to have in order to have a winning formula and a winning team, they had to go as a team and a family. They had to go through the ups and downs. You get along, blah blah blah. You have your fights, you have your tips, you have curse outs, whatever. But then at the end of the day, you're there for one reason, one reason only. When when the Nets got swept, which I told, it's funny. I told my older brother, who's a who's been a Nets fan since '95. I told yeah. him, and he always argued everything that I said about the Nets. I told yeah. him one time, I'm like, yo, this is before the Celtics Nets series. I'm like, yo, I think the Celtics are gonna sweep them. Yeah. He was like. I agree with you. I was shocked that he said that. No, if you was a real fan, as a real Nets fan, and you was real with yourself, and you watched this whole season from beginning to end, you knew it. There was no. The only way we would have won a playoff series, in my honest opinion, we would have had to have at least been the five seed. That was our only way. That was our only way. That was it. There was no other avenue where you tell me we win a playoff series against any of those teams. We wasn't beating the Bucks. <laughs> we wasn't beating the Celtics. Who's the who's the we we probably would have beat Miami if we got in at the AC, but then you don't want to do that because we got into a playing game against the Hawks. We would have lost to the Hawks. We wouldn't have made the playoffs. There was no scenario. We dug ourselves a hole that was major, inescapable. And then and then like what what 
piss me off as a as a as a fan of the game of basketball is that when Kyrie was Kyrie basically admitted to what I'm saying. He knew the whole time. But then he but then during but during that whole stretch of him not playing, he'd say another shit. Come on. You knew yeah, I, I'm just I don't take him serious. And I'll say this the the organization the fans will be mad if we let him walk. Not if we let him walk because it's totally up to him, right? Because this is this is this is what it is. The fact of the matter is this: he has a one-year player option that he could opt into. He'll get like thirty-something million dollars. He's on board for next season. That's totally up to him. That's his. He's in control of his destiny. If he opts out, I don't think the Nets wants to give him a five-year max contract. I don't think they want to do that. I wouldn't give him five years. I, you cannot trust this man. He hasn't proven him, to yeah. you. Unless you have some stipulation in it where it's like, yo, your money is co- co- commensurate with the amount of games you play. It will not work. No. Because this man, even when he's helping, even when he's not, it's always something. He either gets hurt, then he didn't remember. He tried to bring down the NBA bubble. He's like, yo, let's start our own league. Come back the following year. Oh, good. They have the interaction. Yo, I ain't feel like playing, but you feel like partying with your sister in the middle of a pandemic. All right, so you're not that depressed. So it's like no more of the bullshit. Like you got to really hold his hand now and like you got to hold him to the fire. And I get Kevin. Kevin's ass. The only reason I'm not, if Kevin gets mad, Kevin gets mad. But, yo, Kevin has to hold his man's accountable. Kevin needs to allow the front office to do their job. So when it comes to negotiations, if I'm Kyrie, he needs to take a hometown discount. That's how I feel because the cap is already fucked. Your ass ain't ever here you should play based on how much you how many games you play like i said the team has done right by him they've supported him every step of the way where i'm at now is yo you have to take one for the team yeah because the team is the key the team cannot hitch their wagon to you if we hitch our wagon to that man we are done yeah it's the same and that's just what it is it's the same thing like like i love i love what nike did Nike's not gonna. Oh, oh! Nike's not playing, but he has to look at it now. Nike's like, it's not, not just the Nets. Yeah, they, they, I think Nike's gonna continue making making his signatures. Yeah, of course. But they were like, "All right, let's leak this information. We're not gonna actually mm-hmm. do it." But but they want to just let nigga know, like, listen. Yeah, you messing you up. You on your, notice? You messing up your bag? You on notice? Yeah, now it's like yo, you're on notice. Like, yo, are you are you about basketball or not? Like, where like where's your head at? Like and, and it's okay if you don't want to play basketball, but you have to, but, but you have that. to but you have to say yeah that. you got to be honest you got to be transparent it's the same thing like you being honest and transparent by every shit else everything else you got to exactly. be honest and transparent when it comes to the game if you don't want to play stop wasting people's time and money because like I said this like you be giving better. you giving you thirty whatever million dollars whoever endorsement is giving you. That's a lot of money. That's not thirty dollars. That's thirty million dollars. Yo, it's a fucking recession right now. People don't got thirty million. Like, to what throw are you away. doing? People do, but come on. And that's the so thing. My like, thing is, he, he, that's the thing that like aggravates me the most with him is that yeah. he's super, super talented. He does so much. He's almost arrogant to an extent, though. He does so much great things for the community, but mm-hmm, he has he the arrogance that I don't like with him. My thing is, he thinks he's Kobe without a Kobe-like resume. Like, the problem with this kid is aside from the one NBA Finals, his resume is very underwhelming. Like, he has a couple all-star appearances, okay. 
He's not, you know, he doesn't have that many. Does he have an all-NBA? Has he made an all-NBA team? Maybe once or twice. But he doesn't have the accolades, you know what I mean? He's never, when you think of, oh, top three point guards in the league, I don't know if he's in the top three. He might not even be in the top five. It's just, you know, it is what it is. But it's just frustrating. As a Nets fan, this is where I'm at. I don't even care anymore. If it blows up, it blows up. We're more relevant than we've ever been. We'll go back to not being relevant. It ain't nothing new to us. So I ain't tripping. But I just, at this point, I'm just speaking on behalf of the real Nets fans. I support management, whatever they do. I ain't going to throw Sean Marks under the bus because he did what he had to do to get them here. He tried what he could. And these motherfuckers all folded like bitches and got hurt when they had a chance to win a title last year. The window was last year. He swung for the fences, struck out. That's where we at. Speaking of, uh, Kyrie made the third team. This year? No, he didn't make yeah. third team. I'm, I'm I already got a vote. Right now. I already, no, he ain't make no third team. I seen it 100 times. He ain't make third team. He got a vote. I already got a vote, and somebody I know, not like somebody I personally know, but one of these writers I followed that has a vote was like, yo, whoever voted for Kyrie to make all NBA should have their vote rescinded. It has to be because it, No, Jalen would never. Jay, what? No. That's one thing I give Jalen. Jalen takes that serious. The voting shit, he's, a, he's up there with like Bill Simmons in terms of people – that respect the game of basketball and the history because that all NBA shit actually means a lot for these guys when it's time to get their bag, especially for contract extensions that like uh, triggers the amount of money, their maximum money they're eligible for. So he wouldn't, I don't think Jalen would do it. Whoever did it, I would love to know because you can't fucking vote for somebody to be all NBA and they only played 28 games. It doesn't make sense. said that Jalen Rose voted for him. No, there's no way. I'll look that up. There's no way. There's no Jalen Rose or NBA can vote for Kyrie Irving. There's no way. If Jalen did that, <laughs> I'll be honest. If Jalen did that, and I hold Jalen Rose in very high regard in my household, I would have lost a lot of respect I for Jalen. No, no, no. I'm going to be honest. Jalen, if you hear, if you ever listen to this podcast, if you did that, I lost a lot of respect for you because I hold you in high regard when it comes to basketball as a as a ambassador of the game of basketball, I hold him in one of the highest regards. There's no reason to qualify for all NBA. You should have to at least play seventy five percent of the games. Boy. At least, at least you gonna get part time. Kyrie, come on now, man. Boy, played like twenty eight games. Come on. Disgusting. <sighs> Before we wrap up, do we have anything that I didn't get to? I know we need to do these pods more often because now I'm gonna be doing them more often. Cause I, was I ain't gonna, got nowhere to go because I'm in a boot. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was gonna keep it quick. I had a, the good and the bad. I'm gonna start with the good though. Shout out to uh, Maya Dora. She's gonna be running tomorrow, 7:50 p.m. Okay. At uh, NCAA regionals. Oh, and uh, in Indiana this year? It's at Indian, uh, Indianapolis, Indiana University. Why did they pick Indiana? That's such a whack-ass state to have regionals. Oh, trying to make trying to make nationals. Okay. She ran... She, what event? She, the 800. She ran 206. Ooh. Okay, okay. She's trying to, trying to get in there. She ran... She needs to run 202 or better. In order to get, to get through? In. So, I'm going to... I'll say this. Regionals, as someone that's gotten to go with the team to watch my team compete... The, the the secret to regionals isn't necessarily being the fastest person because sometimes the fastest people don't necessarily get through. But what you need to know is know how to, like, run heats and how to win your heat. So, like, 
for those of you guys that are listening with track and field, we have this thing called an advancement formula. So it's basically like cuts that makes it to the next round. So generally, the easiest way to make it to the next round is to simply win your race or come first or second in your race. And that's really more what it's about than necessarily running fast. When you get to the last round, you get to the final round, run fast. But you know, in the it, first round, you have to just get through. You just got to find a way. If they're running slow and you have a strong kick, make sure you're in a position where you're not boxed in. Make sure you're on, you know, make sure you put yourself in a position to respond and react when you need to react. Because it's such a short race, it goes by like that. You know, it's, I was gonna, I was gonna say that story real quick, but um, mm-hmm. how she, how she, how she got into, you know, introduced to track. I, I'm gonna take some credit for that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I normally don't do, do that. I'm not nah, egotistical nah, nah, at nah, all. Nah, nah. Do your thing. Do your thing. Um, I remember one time we were having. I brought the track team as when I was at St. Joseph. Mm. We went to uh, where do you go? We went to Four Green. Went to Four Green Park. Mm. I told I told Tora I was like, who's a, the head basketball coach for the girls? I said, Yo, bring your girls, you know, to Four Green. Let them do a couple of laps. Get them get their cardio. He's like, All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Yo, they're running laps around the around the the track. I mean, not mm. not around the track, the but around the uh, the oval at Four Green. Mm. Yeah, and I'm and I'm looking at Maya, and I'm like, "Yo, this girl is gonna be a Division One track track runner." She was on the basketball. She was on the team basketball now. team. Man, man. I told I told Tora, I was like, "Yo, kick her off the kick her off the basketball team." <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I I I, I uh, got her to come here, transfer here from MLK. She's playing oh basketball. God. I said, "All right, yo." I I messaged I messaged her mother on Facebook. I found I found <laughs> her mother. That's that's how crazy it was. So you slid into the mom's yes. DMs to tell her. I slid in, I slid into mother's DMs. I like. <laughs> I said I said mom, your daughter should not be playing basketball. Oh, why you say that? I said she should be running track. No that's no 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 no. We don't want her running track. She should be playing basketball. You know, just get her. You know, play basketball, get a, a D, play basketball on a D three team, blah blah blah. Oh Maybe she you know, should go to the army. I said army. I said no, no, no. She should be playing. <laughs> she should be running track. <laughs> Division one. Yo, they fought me for a year, a year and a half. Damn. She finally gave up basketball. The first time I, the first time she ran an eight hundred in her life, she ran two twenty. Jesus. First time. That is insane. And then I, I kept telling Tara, I was like, yo, this girl is going to be a Division One track runner. Superstar. And now she's at Villanova running in the regionals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and for my listeners, we we wrapping up, but I, I'll just give you some context. It is so. You know how hard it, that is? It's, yeah, <laughs> I've seen it firsthand as a former Division One athlete that wouldn't even sniff it they only take 48 people in the east region and 48 people in the west region 48 people all right in each event 48 people each there's like over how many track teams are there in college ncaa like 250 division one plus 250 plus each school probably has at least 15 20 25 kids that do that event so you you got to be 48 out of 
hundreds of thousands of kids. Probably, yeah, like you literally have like point zero 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 one percent chance of just making it to the regional meet. So it's 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 insane. So shout outs to her. Only a freshman. Um, I don't know her. By the way. She, and that's the best part. So only a freshman. Up there, her but, story is insane. But tell her to seize the moment. But tell her to seize the moment now. Um, you know, do your best. You know, give it all you got. And you know, just picture the biggest thing I can say is just picture yourself in a position to succeed in the race, and you know, see what happens, see where the chips fall. And hey, where's nationals at this year? Nationals was at Oregon. <laughs> it has to be at Oregon. Oregon. All right. Hopefully, she punches her ticket to Eugene. So you know, that'll be dope. Win one race, win another, and you know, you're in. And you be where you gotta go. Yep. But uh, that's impressive. Shout outs to you. We we need to cut up that portion that you just mentioned and send that to toro send that to the mom that's a big i told you so <laughs> no, every up, time, hang your shit every time hang i your told shit toro, in the rafters on the ass. every time i told toro <laughs> bring it up and then um yeah. and then you gotta hang on the rim yeah her her, her 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 and her mother we, we we still uh mess each other every day and I, I brought it up and she was like yeah i remember when he did that i thought you were crazy it wasn't yeah. it wasn't crazy that's like that's a crazy, like just things happening the Spec- way that it needs. It's to It's funny be. how yeah, your life could change off of one decision. That's why one I was decision. like, don't ever say no to opportunity. At least give it a chance. But uh, yep. that's sick. Damn. Anything else? I can't top anything you just said. <sighs> Fuck your boy Abbott. Who's Abbott? Oh, oh the gov, the Fuck Texas your, dude. Uh, Wheelchair uh, boy. Fuck your boy. Oh, yeah, Ted Cruz, they were all oh, scheduled. They were all scheduled to uh to go to NRA event mm-hmm. on Friday. Don't front. Mm-hmm. Don't try to say oh uh, what a pull out. Don't front. Come on, don't don't do it. Go, go, go to NRA event. Go, do what you yo, want. Yeah, do what you pay to my, do. That my biggest thing is <laughs> yo, yo. If you about that gun, if you believe everybody should be armed, go. They should not have changed anything. Your logic should be pushing, oh, all the kids should have had guns, too. Correct. If you're going to own that shit, own yes, that go. shit. go. Go to the if event. If you're not Don't saying anything other than, yeah, if, you're, if your response to yesterday as a gun lover isn't anything more than, yo, these kids should have had, or we should have had more guns to save that, then I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. You better own that. You better push to me how that Second Amendment could have should have prevented yesterday. That's all I need to hear. Because mm-hmm. the next thing, oh, the teachers need to have the gun. I, I just need to hear it. Just go. Because my biggest thing is I need more data. I need more data to prove how wrong y'all are. So keep, come on, just own it. That's all I ask. Just go. That's all I ask. That's the, I'm going to keep saying it. Go. Just go. Yep. Go to the NRA slash MAGA convention. Yeah. Don't with front. your mans and own that shit. Don't front. Don't be shy. And leave your come thoughts and prayers with, with, you, with, with yourself. And thoughts and prayers shit is whack. It's corny. Own what y'all own what y'all about. Own that bullshit. And then see how people feel about it. That's it. <sighs> America, man. America. Anyways, before I wrap up, I just want to say shout outs to all the graduates. I know it's graduation season. Shout outs to all of y'all. Um y'all worked very hard for that piece of paper that y'all have. Mm. Um will it do something for some of y'all? Some of y'all it might, some of y'all it won't. I didn't want to crush our jeans, but uh, congratulations nonetheless. Y'all spent a lot of money. I worked really hard, so uh, congrats. And uh, it's a hard world out here. Be ready. Don't ever give up. Always find a way to overcome. And um, that's all I got. I'm going to have more podcasts coming soon. I'm I'm in a boot, like I said, so 
I'm here. Kill whenever you're down. I'm I'm down. If anybody wants to be on the pod, I just been mad times where I've told people, yo, I'm in boot camp. We'll get back to it. I'll talk to you when I talk to you. Now's that time. I got a four to six week window where I ain't really doing shit. Hit me up. We could record virtual. Probably not in person. We could record in person if you really, if you cool, if I trust you. But you know the vibes. But uh, now nah, I appreciate y'all for listening. For those of y'all that's seeing this podcast, make sure you still subscribe. I know it's been a minute. Make sure you still subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. We on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, even though I'm about to take Spotify off because they low key MAGA. Google Play, everywhere you can find podcasts, we're on pod or we're available. And um, just do a review if you haven't done so. Do a review if you don't like this episode, tell me so I could give you what you want. I appreciate y'all for listening to Kill. I appreciate you for coming on as always. Till next time, y'all. I will catch y'all later. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Peace. Peace.